0: When it comes to insurance, you want someone you can trust. Look, you trust me with your time. You listen to me to laugh, to think, or so that I can make you mad with something I've said. Look, trust the person that I trust when it comes to insurance. John Runyon with Farm Bureau. John is a longtime friend of mine, since junior high actually, and has been my insurance agent the last four or five years. He will be honest, fair, and maybe most importantly, communicate with you in a timely manner. When I had a rock go through my windshield and needed to make a claim, the process was quick and easy, and I had a check mail to me almost instantly. To see what he can do for you when it comes to home, auto, or life insurance, contact him via phone at 865-982-2559, or you can shoot him an email to get the ball rolling at John, J-O-H-N. Runyon r-u-n-y-a-n, at dot com. that's 865-982-2559, or John. Runyon at FBITN.com. John Runyon with Farm Bureau.
1: I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds! Ladies and gentlemen, all I know is you never had the makings of a varsity athlete. What is it with you and this obsession with this varsity crap? Crap. Crap. People come to us because we don't sell them what They can't refuse because of the implication. You wonder ever? You're a bad man. The world needs bad men.
0: We keep the other bad men from the door. Some things are a matter of doing The world's greatest podcast in America.
1: That doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough to dispute it. I was about to take advice from a clown who dies headfirst into the shallow end of the poof.
0: It's the world's greatest podcast in America. With John Reed.
1: And Cody McClure. Uh, if it is to be said, so it be so it is. So it is. So it is, so it is.
0: If it's a, it's a Tennessee thing. Well I'm holding it. Welcome into the world's greatest podcast in America. Feeling optimistic today. Feeling positive. Been on the phone with the internet provider. They've assured me they've got this fixed. We'll see how long it lasts. John Reed here in Tennessee, Cody McClure in California. What's up, Cody? Hello, John. It's, uh,
1: it's a good day here. Good to be here. Good to be anywhere. Um, you're looking and sounding good, so hopefully we're we're off to a good start today.
0: Um, well, at the very least, the webcam is finally working properly, and I look nice and clear. At the very least.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Growing a little beard out, I see. Just a little bit, not yeah. much of one. A couple months ago, it got really long. Around Christmas, after you left, it had gotten really long, but uh, right now, nothing crazy. Yeah.
1: Well, it uh, looks like it's coming into shape, so uh, I'm doing good. It's raining here.
0: How's your weather? little chilly, but nothing to complain about. It was pretty cold this morning, like 26 degrees or so, but it's all good. I was looking at... I keep uh, track of
1: weather in a lot of different cities, you know, just out of uh-huh. curiosity. Weird, and, but okay.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, I know. Um, my mom... Looks like back home, they got good weather this week. She's got days in the 70s and sunshine, and uh, it's looking, her weather looks better than mine this week.
0: What's yours looking like?
1: Well, it's uh, raining the next two days. There's more thunderstorms here in this area. And then it's, uh, I think there's, the sun's going to come out maybe like Thursday or something, but temperatures are, highs are only like in the
0: low 60s. So it's, you know, it's not perfect oh yeah that's what we're dealing with 56 yeah. today or 55 today 56 tomorrow 61 on wednesday tennessee baseball getting started with home games on tuesday and Wednesday. so 61 degrees is not pretty is, is not bad to go no. sit and watch much baseball game yeah no it's not bad at all for baseball did they win yesterday they did two and one over the weekend
1: okay i, I saw that they won friday and then they lost to oklahoma but i, I didn't even see what happened yesterday. I I didn't download that uh, whatever thing for it. I wasn't going to pay for that to watch the first three baseball games. I, I, don't, I don't think I care that much about baseball. You know, I've been really following along with basketball. It's kind of hard for me to get into the new sport when it comes, you know, like when it's football season in November, it's hard for me to get into basketball. And then once I get myself into basketball, it's kinda of hard for me to get into baseball. So I probably won't really start following this team till maybe April.
0: Postseason, end of May, <laughs> right when it's time for the regionals. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I've really been keeping up with basketball. You know, I, I think we got a good chance this year with this team. So I'm 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 excited about the basketball team. You you gotta you gotta win both games this week and then you gotta beat Auburn. I've I've decided you have to be twenty two and six to have a chance to win the conference,
0: because those last three are going to be tough. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite when it comes to the new season. I am always raring and ready to go. Especially this year, I was over the football team, so I was ready to watch basketball. And then, of course, you see from the get-go just how good Dalton Connect was going to be and how fun the basketball team was going to be. So then I was really ready. You know, The Thanksgiving tournament didn't go great against Purdue, yeah, in Kansas, but otherwise it's been a fun season. I don't know if you can hear my duck over here quacking. Frank's sick. <laughs> yeah, what, what's wrong with it? you? Got I that- don't know. He keeps coughing. I don't know if he's trying to cough up a hairball or if he's got. It's a little rattly. I, I, I'm gonna have to take him to the vet and see. Yeah. So if you hear a if you hear a duck quacking, it is not an actual duck. <laughs> it is my my miniature wiener dog hacking himself up. That's just Frank, just Frank coughing up a, a hairball or two there.
1: Hopefully he'll be all right. Yeah, there he is. What but yeah, I'm album. ready
0: for the new season when it comes. But baseball, I'm excited to watch them in particular. I've been excited about, uh, I've listed a lot of my tickets. I, I do the patron giveaways for the tickets. And then outside of that, I've listed some for sale. Let's get a little cash flow coming in to pay for all this goddamn podcast equipment. And and people seem to be really excited. So, by the way, if anybody's listening, Wednesday tickets, just holler at me. Or Friday, Friday opening weekend, holler at me.
1: I do find this time of the year to be a little tough, like when football is officially over. You know, yesterday was the first Sunday with no football at all. It always reminds me of Hunter S. Thompson and how he killed himself at this time of the year once football officially ends you know you, you 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 get the notepad out and you start kind of
0: crafting up that suicide note just in case well you know once football season's over winter officially sets in and then you get kind of yo-yoed around and you think winter is almost over cuz you get to maybe wear short sleeves or light sleeves for a couple of days and then it, it comes back and kicks your ass for a couple more weeks afterwards. But when you actually start looking at stuff to get excited for, I mean, I don't have a, a kid to take on spring break. No, I got no, I got no friends getting married in the spring or summer to invite me to. I'm not getting married in the spring or summer. Yeah, you can go lay by the pool or go, you know, do that. But I'm a little, little out of shape. I get a little depressed about being a little chunky, and I don't have any friends that have a boat that ever invite me on their boat. So like, it's, it's, it's bleak. You just start looking forward to next football season. You start counting down for seven (laughs) or eight months. Like, okay, if I can just make it, if I can just make it to August, if I can make it to September, man, those those weeks will be fun. And then this past year, you had to watch Joe Milton. and You're like, oh, my God, this is even worse. Might as well
1: just not even have football season if you got Joe Milton as quarterback.
0: And then between that and the Titans, you're like, oh, my God, I waited all year for this shit. And and then, yeah, all of a sudden that that pistol on the dresser starts looking a little bit more enticing.
1: Well, you know, at least NASCAR season's getting fired up. I think the uh, Daytona 500 is today. I guess they pushed it back for rain. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't find it on TV. Like, it's not even listed on the programming, so...
0: I'd imagine it'll come on Fox or FS1 right around 4.30 or so.
1: Yeah, somebody told me they were running it today, so... I might watch some of that. I, I don't know. I doubt it. That's well, I told one- you,
0: you know me, I've boycotted NASCAR since Denny Hamlin wrecked. Or right? I don't know if you were there when I when that happened to me or not. I guess you were still... Gone to Nashville But I got into NASCAR during COVID I got really into NASCAR during COVID It was one of the things that was on TV I got into gambling on it And uh, Pocono Pocono of 2021 or 2022 I don't remember which one But I had Denny Hamlin He was up by like 8 seconds He had an 8 second lead He was cruising With about 6 laps left And then the son of a bitch ran into the wall And wrecked And I said that's it (laughs) I'm not watching another fucking NASCAR race ever again. I'm done. No more. I did the same thing to UFC, man. I got really into UFC during COVID because, you know, you needed something to gamble on and some sports on. And I got really into UFC. And then one random Saturday night, I was on the wrong side of like four decisions. And everyone on the internet was agreeing. Because I'm not an expert, but everyone on the internet was like, oh my God, how do these judges make these decisions? This guy clearly won. And I was on the wrong side of like four or five of those. And one night, and they're yeah. talking about this is the worst officiated night of all time. And I said, never mind. I'm out on UFC as long as my guy Chamayev isn't fighting. If, if he's fighting, I'm I'm watching. But outside of that, I'm done with UFC. I'm done with NASCAR.
1: Best to just stick to those big three, you know, football, basketball, and baseball. And WWE.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Work a little. Uh... C- can you gamble on WWE? They said they were workshopping that in Colorado. Oh, okay. Weird. I think Colorado is going to be the only state that allowed it at first. I mean, you've been able to do it off, on offshore accounts, you know. If you like in Ireland, I think there's like Bet365 or something like that. They're a big gambling website, and they'll always have wrestling props at least for like the Royal Rumble and such. But yeah, they had talked about doing it in in Colorado. If you watch, you'll get commercials every now and then for like their their DraftKings, but it'll be like a free contest. It's just like pick seven or eight things that's going to happen in the night, and whoever gets the most right, or if you get all eight right, you get, like, a $100 or something. But in Denver, they were actually talking about being being able to bet on the matches and, you know, trying to hire the right accounting firms that can, like, audit it and, like, make sure the results are locked up and no one's leaking it. But to answer your question, yes and no. Yes and sort of. I feel
1: like there's a real route there for, like, uh, insider – uh, gambling, you know, so somebody that knows the storyline outcomes, kind of like yeah. insider trading or whatever. I, yeah, I guess... and like
0: a, a lot of times when they would have it offshore, like the the obvious answer would be really, really juice. So it'd be like minus two thousand oh, versus okay. like plus eight hundred. So like you would have, it would basically be a spoiler. But <clears> every <throat> now and then there would be a big upset. Like I remember when Brock Lesnar beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania thirty. Like to start the day he was like plus thirty five hundred. And then someone found out and, like, people kept betting on it and betting on it. And by the end of the night, it was only, like, plus, like, 500 or so.
1: Yeah, that was Undertaker's first loss, right?
0: Right, right. So, like, somebody had gotten to it. But, like, on those sites, they kind of cap you. It's, like, $20 maximum bet. So, it's like you can get rich or anything. It's just to, like, draw interest and kind of like the people that watch football because of their fantasy teams, if you will.
1: I feel like Undertaker should not have lost twice at WrestleMania. I, I know that like all streaks are made to be ended. You know, Some people didn't want the streak to ever end. Some people wanted someone other than Lesnar to break it. But either way, I feel like they should have only made him lose one at WrestleMania instead of Man, losing when,
0: two. Once you lost once, what's the difference between losing twice? Yeah, I don't know. Did you I see guess The I... Rock on Friday? Not to turn this into a wrestling podcast, but did you see The Rock? No, no, what he about? came out wearing his $500 shirt, looking just like uh corporate rock from back in you know the the late 90s. He he told Utah they had set a record of 20,000 people, which was the largest gathering of, of trailer park <laughs> trash that had uh ever happened before in the state. Oh. <laughs> and then made co- and then made uh comments about going back home to their 50 wives. So he was oh, working wow. full fledged hill uh, on Friday, oh. yeah. Yeah. made me feel the, nostalgic. The largest grouping of trailer trash, huh? It's, uh, yeah. Is, is yeah. Utah
1: Utah's known for trailer trash, I guess?
0: You know, I, you know, I, I got to say, the promo wasn't great, but it was, he was at least trying to offend people. But it was yeah. funny because then on Sunday, I saw him at the press conference for the Daytona 500 because he's a big partner with Fox and everything. And I wanted to say, you know, you can't be putting down trailer park trash and then hanging out at the Daytona 500.
1: Yeah. I you got to pick like, a lane, you know, bro. Yeah, you got to one or the other. I feel like uh, Utah is kind of known for being like uppity whites, it, in my opinion. I mean, when I think trailer trash, I think more so of like you know Alabama or something like that. Utah, you got those uh, those mountains up there. Utah's full of like skiers. Those people go up to uh, w- what's the name of the place? Not uh, it's up by Salt Lake City. Not uh, there's Ogden, and then there's some Breckenridge. Mountain. That's Colorado, I think. But there's, uh, Oh, Park, yes. Yeah. Park City. Park City. I think that's what it is in Utah. That's where all the like snowboarders and skiers go. I feel like that's a uh, an uppity white kind of area. But I don't know. There's probably some trash there, too. There's trash everywhere.
0: Yeah, I was going to say he was just playing the hits. You know, he probably yeah. was used to being... In rural southern cities back in the '90s, I, I doubt they went to Utah very often. So the trailer park trash usually worked and hit hard, but but not in a not in a state like Utah. But the Fifty Wives thing, I mean, that was the right state for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's that's an easy thing to attack the uh, Mormons
1: for. I mean, he I also know.
0: insulted the Utah Jazz about how they lost to Michael Jordan the Bulls. So a very oh, okay. timely reference from, from 20, 26 years ago. So the rock was uh in peak form, I guess. <laughs> it, it was like you had dusted off a promo from 1998 because that's the last time anybody cared about the Chicago bulls, Utah jazz series.
1: I feel like Utah has to be one of the highest concentrations of whites. Got to be right. Because in the South, you got a lot of whites but you've also got a lot of black people and Mexicans in the south but there's are certain areas of the country where i feel like if you're just wanting to be surrounded by whites utah's got to be up there like there there can't be a lot of black guys in utah outside of like you know the nba team other than the jazz players i, there, I don't think there's a lot of uh, african american population there
0: well, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't think you'll know, but you can Google it if you want. But I'm pretty sure the NBA All Star game last year was in Utah. So a lot of people went to it. And I did watch like a, a little like content. I, I don't think it was like a documentary. It was just like somebody doing content about hanging out as a black person in Utah and like going to, yeah. to like barbershops and was talking. And they did find some black people there. They're like, no, we love Utah. It's great. Like it's, uh, he's like, yeah, we get looked at a little weird sometimes, but people usually like having us around and, Wanna show that they're like they're the good white people that don't care that black people are here. So he's like, it's good. And like, you know, it's all about like how the other black people there kinda of stick together and support each other's businesses and everything. But there are at least some black people in Utah that don't play in the NBA.
1: I think those those states that are like north to the to the far north and kinda not west, like not the Pacific Northwest, but like far north central, I feel like that's the widest area. Idaho, Montana uh, Wyoming, Th- those people are all pretty much white, I feel like.
0: Do you have any theories why? Black people don't like the cold, maybe?
1: I don't know. <laughs> no, that's not true, because there's a lot of black people in Chicago and New York, so I don't know. I don't know. that. Like Fargo, North Dakota, got to be a pretty white city. Snow, white, I don't know. There's some correlation there, maybe not. I don't think I could live in a place like that, like e- even though you have so much natural beauty, there's just no population.
0: My theory maybe is more so about today's this day in history i uh, I thought of you when I got the email today oh oh on on this day, day in history, history in eighteen forty seven or you can guess if you want, if not, I can just give it to you I'll guess
1: eighteen
0: forty seven okay. related to what we're talking about. Okay, this involved race relations. Sort of, kind of, but I would say no on the race relations. I would say was it, no. Was it an event that took place? It's an event you've heard of. It's it's a popular were the, thing. Were there a lot of black people there? I'm, I don't think so. Now, you know, I don't necessarily have the demographics, but I'm going to say no. Did this involve a president? No, it didn't, but it involves my theory as to, you know, to, or what my theory would be to what you've said about the demographics of uh you know of the of the west was rosa parks involved no 1847 i don't i don't was think rosa harriet parks was harriet tubman is. involved no that's that's more like the was 60s i underground think
1: was there railroad
0: no was no. there any
1: sort of railroad
0: i'm sure there were maybe some railroads i don't i don't think it's really a factor did this involve the california gold rush
1: i would say yes i would say yes Did it involve Western expansion of the United States? Yes. Did a state become official?
0: No. Was San Francisco there? I'm going to say no. Was a bridge built? No, no bridge. No San Francisco. Was the Oregon Trail involved? I'm going to say no. No. Oh, my God. I don't know why this ad's popping up and playing with sound. Since when do we do this? Was it the trail of tears did did it have to do with Native Americans? No, not that I I mean yes, Native Americans were around, I think, but not they're not the main story. Did people die? yep, lots of people died. were blankets involved. I'm sure they covered up people froze to death, yeah, I'd say this so.
1: In, this involved the cold yeah was it was a war part of this? no did people go hungry yeah was there a famine yeah what was that it was not the dust bowl that was in the 30s 1847 was ulysses s grant involved
0: i don't think so i'm i'm just gonna give it to you it it doesn't doesn't work as well wild
1: wild west yeah did it have to do with that
0: i don't think so that was a weird movie huh
1: Yeah, I loved that movie when I was a kid. They had that. I hated it. Uh, uh, You remember the
0: giant mechanical spider thing? Yeah, the ending was too weird for me. I didn't like it. It was pretty Uh, weird. I was wondering what had happened to my boy Will Smith. You know, he he had come on the scene. He had done such good work up until that point, and then he decided to throw it all away with Wawa West. And I didn't like the white guy that was in the movie with him either. I didn't find him to be very likable. But I do remember there was a. I do remember there was a big titty broad there in the movie though with him. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember her too. I yeah. loved her when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, at least things have gone very well for Will Smith since then.
0: The The Donner Party rescued from the Sierra Nevada mountains. Are you familiar with the Donner Party? No. Any relation to Jeffrey? Sort of. No Donner D O N N, not not oh, Donner. Oh Donner
1: Donner. Wasn't that one of the uh, reindeer?
0: It was. I think that's I think that's who they named it after. Donner and Blitzen and I don't remember the yeah.
1: lyrics,
0: but yeah, yeah they uh, they tried to take a shortcut on the way to California and got stuck in the mountains. Oh no! And yeah, yeah they uh, they got stuck they got stuck in an early winter storm and all stayed out there and pretty much froze to death and I think a lot of people started eating each other and things of that nature.
1: Wow, that's kind of like Donner.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Donner, Dahmer—they—they both ate people. So I mean, that kind of kind of checks out. Maybe that's where his name originated from. I don't know. But uh, so they got again
0: Donner, not Dahmer.
1: Right, I know, but you know how translations can be kind of confusing. Like over time,
0: translation changes. So yeah, eighty-nine of them went out there, and only forty-five survived the winter storm. Well, I feel like I I just feel like a lot of I feel like uh, you know. When you when you talk about stereotypes and tropes, going from the established society and trying to trek all the way to the West seems kind of like a white man's game. That's yeah, like a white sure. man thing. You know, the white white people like to hike well, more than like if, more than our other brothers and sisters. If you're one
1: of the the 45 that got rescued, you got to feel pretty fortunate, right? Because no, they, they
0: said they all went pretty delirious and went a little crazy watching their friends starve and freeze to death. Yeah, and and eat each other. Okay, well, that makes sense. Well, I mean, I'm
1: just saying for that time, to be in that place in time, you said it was 1847? Like, how did they even know they were there?
0: Because it was a big party, so I guess they had, you know, maybe had been – I mean, I I guess they would be – either somebody maybe was expecting them or people heard about the snowfall and wanted to check in. I don't know, it was like 20 days, and I guess they didn't show up. I don't know exactly how they found out they were there. It is weird because, like, you can call somebody.
1: No, yeah, you can't even send out like an SOS or anything. I mean, it's 1847. I feel like it would be a pretty dark time, especially once you started seeing your peers like feasting on one another. You would you would feel like you were probably near the end.
0: Oh, so- here's here's your here, here's your answer. Sorry to cut you off. Fifteen of the stronger immigrants. Later known as the Four Hope, they set out west on snowshoes to try to go get help.
1: Oh, okay, wow! So they Heroes. they
0: they went out in the middle of December. Seven of them uh, made it to the Native American village, and I guess the Native Americans came and helped them.
1: Oh well, that's nice of them, especially after all the uh, you know the rivalry there. At
0: least there was no pillaging. Yeah, uh, maybe they're like, hey, these people are eating each other. Let's be nice to them. I don't know. I don't know. But th- that's my answer is that the the idea of our manifest destiny and going to the Pacific Ocean, that seemed like a white man's game. Yeah, I think so, for the most part. They were and then probably- like Utah in particular, I mean, isn't Joseph Smith from like Boston or something like that? Didn't Joseph Smith, the person who created Mormonism, isn't he from like the Northeast and just – took all of his weirdos to Utah with him. Isn't that how that worked?
1: I don't know how all that started. I mean, I always thought, I was always pretty skeptical of that because didn't they think that he was like a prophet, Joseph Smith? I mean, he didn't seem like a prophet to me. Any guy named Joseph Smith, I don't think
0: can be a prophet. It would be easy to say that Joseph Smith was a stage name. Like, actually, um, Jesus, but I just go by Joe Smith.
1: Yeah, maybe it's more believable. Like you, you relate to the common man a little better. Yeah, way, like, oh, but. I just
0: made this name up myself. Clearly, now if Cody McCor, oh, that's too a little. That's a little too unique to be a stage name. But yeah, yeah it's Joe Smith.
1: So sounds like a stage just, name. They were just out there on their horses, trying to trying to find civilization, and ended up trapped in the mountains. Did you see? There was a video the other day of people at Starbucks on horses. Did you see that?
0: No, what state
1: i don't know what state it was probably texas but they just th- they went to the window on horseback and like the manager got really mad at them and there, there was a video of an argument with these two people on horseback like with their uh with their iced lattes so i guess they, they did get served on horseback but then like i guess the manager told them you can't come back here on horses you have to have a car because they were f- gone f- now get out of here Go! They they were afraid that the horses would shit in the drive-through. I'm sure they did. Yeah, yeah, I mean horses are kind of known for shitting wherever they please, you know. They're they're like San Francisco residents. I don't know if I, I think that would be strange depending on where you were at to see horses in the drive-through, but I don't know. The the drive-through I, I had a problem at the drive-through uh yesterday. Speaking of drive-throughs, you know, I've been doing these, uh, these orders, uh, g- grocery orders, and I, I was doing like some food delivery. Like, okay, so
0: I, I didn't know what you were doing because the only story I heard about your delivery so far in California as you're chasing your, your dream of becoming a celebrity, I only heard about you like hauling a printer or something for an office and having to take it, you know, up like 10 flights of stairs. That's the only well, story I've heard so far.
1: Well, I did some food delivery. Because I, I don't know, I, I'm trying to figure out some, some better uh, work, but that's a long story. I got to figure that out. But yesterday I was just doing DoorDash and I went to this Taco Bell and it was over somewhere like on the west side and, I, and I, I went in the store to try to pick up these food orders and I was in there for 20 minutes. So I was already agitated. And then, you know, nobody was even addressing the delivery people in the lobby. So I was like, I'm just going to try the drive through I stood in there for 20 minutes, and then I walked out, and I got in my car and went through the drive through to try to pick them up. And so I was in the drive through and the guy told me, he said, yeah, yeah, meet me at the window, no problem. Okay, so I get to the window, and it was two orders, and he said, one of the orders is ready, but the other one's not ready. And he said... I don't want to give you the frozen drink for the first order because the second order is not ready. And I was like, you know what, at this point, I'll just take the first order. I was like, just make the frozen drink and let me do that. And it was one of these guys that had like painted fingernails, you know, one of these, uh, you know, non-binary rock rock stars. No, no, no. (laughs) Wasn't a rock star. I don't think you can be a the rock guy. Just star. likes
0: rock and roll and paints his fingernails. I mean, I feel like a lot of rock stars paint their fingernails. I've seen think- plenty of pictures with Mick Jagger and and uh, what's the other guy's name in the Rolling Stones, Kevin, uh, with them having their nails painted. I've seen many of those.
1: Kevin, Kevin, I don't. I don't yeah, but I don't think rock stars work the uh, Taco Bell drive thru window. So anyway. well, they would
0: say that no famous celebrities are doing deliveries. So how would you feel about that?
1: No I'm famous saying, successful
0: comedians are out driving around picking up food. That doesn't make you feel too good, does it?
1: I'm just saying this guy was a certain type of guy. He had like the the framed glasses, like the you know. So he like, has
0: bad eyesight.
1: Nah, he had like a personality. He's one of these pronoun people. That's all I'm saying. All right. And so
0: we do you end not up- go by pronouns. Do you not go by he or him? Do you not? Those are pronouns. You know.
1: My pronoun is stud. That's what I go by. I go by big, big stud, big that's man.
0: That's just a that's just a noun.
1: I think my pronoun would be big man because every time I, I see uh, a homeless that's, guy,
0: that's not a pronoun either. That's a, a nickname. That's what all the homeless guys
1: call me at the gas station when they're turning. Yo, big man. Yo, big man. You got a, You got any spare change for me? I ain't got that. that would
0: guy. either be a descriptor or a nickname,
1: not a pronoun. Anyway. I'm trying to pick up these orders. Okay. And the, and the, the guy or the, they, they said to me, if you want to wait on the other order, you'll have to circle around and come in the store. And I said, no, 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 no. I stood in the store for 20 minutes. Nobody addressed me. Nobody addressed anybody in there. And so then this guy has this look of uh, like pride on his face. Like he's going to defend him and his employees at the Taco Bell and he said, no, we're very good with our service here. We all this bullshit. And I, and I said, look, I'm not coming back in that fucking store. I said, so either give me the first order or I'm going to sit right here in the drive through and wait on the second one. And I said, and, and he he got an attitude with me. He said, look, unless you want to pay for the car behind you, though, it, you know, it's $19 and 43 cents or whatever. You can pay for the guy behind you if you want. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm picking up these DoorDash orders. I'm here to pick up the orders. And he said, you have to come in the store, sir. I said, I'm not coming back in that fucking store. And, and we got in an argument to the point that like, you know, the, the the tone was getting raised to the point that I saw another guy standing in there at the counter and he was looking, he was like with an expression on his face, like, Whoa, things are getting heated at the drive-thru. And he's like, sir, there's cars behind you. Can you please pull around? I said, absolutely not. I've been here for 30 minutes at this point. I'm not pulling back around. And he said, well, um, you can either, I don't remember what he told me. He said, you can either, uh, you know, come back around or you can leave. And I said, why don't you take those painted fingernails and call up a fucking manager? I said, why don't you take your painted fucking fingernails and use them to dial up a manager who can help me with this? And then he got very offended and he said You
0: you borderline to hate you just took it to a hate crime almost though. So you lost the upper hand. I think once you got to that insult, you've officially lost the upper hand and now you're teetering somewhere dangerous here.
1: I said, you can take those painted fucking fingernails and you can dial up a manager who can help me with this. So then this other dude comes around. I guess he actually got his manager, and I told him the situation. And the guy said, well, it's going to be a while in the second order. And I said, just give me the frozen drink for the first order, and I'll take the first order. And he said, okay. And so they, they let me just take the first order. And I just canceled the second order. You were scared, you were scared to go back? You thought he was going to put his paws on you? No, I wasn't scared. I wasn't going to wait for it. I'm not going to wait on that shit. These these uh, these restaurants are terrible, dude. That, that's why I hate doing the food delivery. I mean, i I got to figure out some other type of work. I lost my job on the, uh, I'm doing, I'm doing a different grocery delivery service because I lost my job on the first one. (laughs) And the first one, actually, when I was going in the targets, like, like getting people's uh, like shopping for people, that was actually ended up being decent money because with the prop 22 adjustment and everything, like I made like $1,200 one week, I was doing pretty good. And then the the very next day, they let me know that I've been deactivated because I guess too many of my orders were late or something. So I so so I had to sign up for another uh, grocery service. You weren't good enough at delivering groceries. <laughs> it's, you, it's, you you got fired from delivering groceries. I got deactivated. all right? It's it's not funny. This is my livelihood at stake here.
0: How do you how do you get fired from a job that you don't even get hired for? Because <laughs> you just got sign up. That's it. You didn't have to interview. You have no boss, and hey, you still got fired. Hey, I, I had
1: to pass a background check. I had to provide a social security number. Okay, there there's there's measures you have to. I had to do a, an
0: assessment. Did you consider filing a grievance or an appeal?
1: I did file an appeal and it was denied. Yeah. Yeah. Did
0: you, did you try to use your violent criminal victimhood as maybe as something that slows you down a bit?
1: No, uh, the, the company was called shipped and they, they're based out of Alabama not that that's relevant, but they, uh, you can file an appeal, but I was looking on Reddit like, you know, there's different Reddit threads on literally everything. And so it was like people who shop for shipped and they said, once they send you that deactivation thing, you're done. I mean, there's, there's no getting it overturned. So I had to sign up for a different thing. It It's, it's been a pain in the ass, you know, trying to make money. <clears throat> I'm going to have to get a real job. And I don't know what I'm gonna do. DoorDash is not really working.
0: Have you considered being a bouncer? No.
1: No, I, I would just Uber, but I, I got to. I can't do my Uber because I've got to to do it out here. You got to have a California driver's license, and I haven't gone through that whole process of the DMV. Like I looked into it on what to do to get my license transferred over. And they need like a proof of residence, which I don't have because I'm just living out of Airbnbs. And then they need like your real actual birth certificate. They won't even take a copy of it. And I don't have that. So So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, right now I'm doing DoorDash and this other... uh... You're going to get fired from DoorDash for a hate crime. (laughs) It wasn't a hate
0: crime. Yeah, once you brought the painted fingernails in, it became a hate crime. And especially when they play this audio and video back and see the way you talked about him being a pronoun boy or a pronoun whatever. He or she or it or or they or them. I don't know, but you're going to get fired from this too. Listen,
1: I got... My internet
0: isn't good enough for you to become just a professional podcaster. Although it's going well so far, knock on wood, uh, this isn't going well enough for you to quit all your work and become a professional.
1: Listen, I've got no problem with the LGBTQ plus community, okay, except for the fucking attitude. All right, it, it's not the sexual stuff I have a problem with. You can do. I am all for. I'm very liberal in that way. I'm all for people doing whatever they want. You can you can blow all the cocks you want. You can. You can oh. you can dip testicles in your mouth, eat all the oh. ass you want. Know I don't care. I'm I'm all for people doing whatever they want sexually. But the fucking sarcastic attitude, I cannot deal with when I'm trying to work. I can't deal with that. And you know, he was being very rude to me. They were being very rude to me. Very rude.
0: So can I you, Can you can you tell me more about getting fired from delivering groceries? I told were you, you just were you just getting the orders wrong? Could you not find where they were at inside the store? Like, how late are we talking? Were the ice was the ice cream just melted? <laughs> or because <laughs> I imagine that you weren't like having to travel uh, all the way across like town.
1: No, and imagine didn't. they were all
0: somewhat local.
1: You do have to travel. You don't. You have no idea how bad this traffic can be. No, out. I mean I've heard
0: of bad traffic in LA. I get it, but like an hour and a half, you should be able to get there by an hour and a half.
1: You know. You ordered delivery service, somebody brings the shit right to your door. Your ice cream's a little melted, you should be happy. You should be happy that it even arrived, the way I see it.
0: Was my- the expectation that you would have like a cooler to put the cold stuff in?
1: No. No, you don't have to have a cooler. You just have to try to deliver them on time. You know, we had these storms out here. There was one night when it was raining heavy, my windshield wipers were fucked up. I had to get some new windshield wipers. I mean, the, you know when the, the rubber peels off your windshield wipers and it's just slinging that thing across the... I, I couldn't see. We had flood water. I mean, th- there were a lot of things I tried to explain to them. <laughs> and they, they, they just they didn't care. They didn't care. They'll get some other schmuck to do the orders.
0: So I need work. Wh- there- <laughs> <laughs> I need a real job. There, there was one night here in, in a rainstorm where one of my friends was trying to DoorDash food, and it took about an hour and a half, two hours. that still hadn't made it, and the guy showed up on his damn bicycle, soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had DoorDash like ten miles on a bike in a rainstorm. Yeah, and, he, you- and he's still probably going to lose his job too. He, he had the effort; he was trying his heart out. But uh, you know, DoorDash was like, oh, "Here, take your food, take your money back." Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, he had tried to way across town in a rainstorm on his bicycle. Did you tip him? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was a friend. Oh. I don't order delivery food. I just drive to get it.
1: There's nothing more demoralizing than trying to do uh, something like... People would order like... I mean, I told you about people's crazy orders, but people would order like five cases of water, okay? (laughs) I had this this one order where they ordered... I'm, I'm not shitting you. Five cases of water. And they wanted me to bring it up to the third floor. Okay. And there was an elevator. The place did have an elevator, but they wanted me to bring it to the third floor. So I'll I'll tell you how petty I am. I did it. I did it. I took all five cases up to the third floor of this apartment building. And it was like in, in Beverly Hills. So I thought at least I'll get a good tip out of this. I complete the order. I dropped the five cases off the door. I took a picture. And then once you complete it, it'll show you what your tip is. No tip, no fucking tip, not, not $2, not $3. I'm talking zero tip. So you
0: know what I did? I'm to guess you took the water and went I somewhere took else with it. Back.
1: I took, I took every case. I used my own physical labor just out of pure pettiness. And I took every case back down the elevator and I left them in the lobby. And I took, and I retook the picture in the lobby and I said, you know, the, your water cases are in the lobby. You can come fucking get them.
0: I, I can't mean, believe that, you got
1: fired. That's very shitty to, to just, to, I mean, it's one thing to, I would never ask someone to carry five cases up to the fucking third floor anyway. I would never order five cases of water, but then to not even leave a tip on something
0: like that. Do you feel like it's karma for all the times you tried to rob Uber Eats? Probably. By ordering a bunch of nice food and then saying it never arrived and getting a refund for it? Yeah, probably. Because the person that delivered it to you, they didn't get paid because it never showed up. And they probably got in trouble on the app for not bringing the $100 food. (laughs) I never did that. I don't know what you're talking about. You did it enough where they kicked you off of Uber. They wouldn't even let you ride Uber
1: anymore. I got that sorted out. I'm I'm back on Uber. I can I can at least take rides. I just can't now I can't drive Uber. So because of this license issue, I can't Uber. I can't even do Uber Eats. DoorDash is not busy enough, so I I'm working for this other service where I gotta go to the store like in Santa Monica or Culver City and pick up there and try to deliver these packages and it's just not worth the the gas, really. I mean, it, it helps a little bit that they have this Prop 22 adjustment. You can make a little bit of money, but it's not going to be enough to survive. I need a job. I need a real
0: job. You, you need to talk more about how tipping culture it stems from slavery and slave culture. You need to start a movement. You need to be the face of it. That could be your job. Become a grifter. Be the face true. of slavery? No, no, no! Of trying to outlaw t- uh, the tipping culture we have in America because it is rooted in our racist slave history. I don't know, man. It, no, it's, it's true. This is no, it's true. Like it, the tipping setup was so that employers didn't have to pay newly free black people in the South. That's what. That's how it happened. That's how it, tip it's culture true. Culture started. Yeah, yeah. so that the uh, the store owners and business owners wouldn't have to pay their employees. Again, they didn't want to pay the the freed slaves. Look it up. Google it. It's true.
1: I don't know. That's the they... reason
0: it's here in America, and that tip culture and the rest of the parts of the world aren't the same.
1: Well, they had slaves in other places, though.
0: Yeah, but I guess they were nicer to the slaves after they got freed. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how long. I don't know how long it took these other places to free their slaves. I don't know. Some places they never did. When There's you were like, telling the story about the drive-thru menu, menu, I was thinking about the drive through window. I was thinking about my mom. It's one of my favorite memories of my childhood is we went to a Wendy's one night before church. Uh, it was a Wednesday night before church, and we're trying to order a kid's meal and substitute it out the drink for a Frosty. And oh. she had a similar back and forth with the person at the window or at, at, the, at the speaker, you know, where the person's like, well, you know, we can't sub it out. It's like, okay, well, can you just you know, can I pay an upcharge for it or whatever? And they're like, no. She's like, well, can you just not give me the drink and just I'll pay for a separate Frosty? And the woman's like, no. So eventually it led to my mom saying, okay, I got a better idea. How about you take the Frosty and you shove it up your ass? (laughs) And I never will forget. That's a cold treat. I never will forget driving by the window and this big old woman trying so hard to climb out the window to get at my mom. And my my mom flipping her off as we drove by. And I then how you. mad my mom got when I told the story at church when we made it to church that night. I hope your mom at least
1: used to the proper pronouns when she was talking to this person. She just said you.
0: She just said you. You people. No, 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 just you. How about you take that Frosty and you shove it up your ass I never will forget it. Well, I don't know if you remember,
1: but on last week's podcast, I had a comment where I said that I empathize with these fast food workers because they they work hard, you know? I went uh, zero to 60 on that one, uh, you know, I, I, or I did a 180 on that one. There completely. you
0: go. There you go. That's that's the better.
1: It's the all better about the, the experience you have with people, man. I mean, there's some people that are just shitty and it's hard to deal with them. And it's like, uh, I don't know. You know that everybody talks about the Southern hospitality thing and how in other places people are rude and stuff. I haven't really had that experience out here for the most part. Every, I've met nice people and like people are, are just as nice here for the most part that I've met, but I have had two experiences in the last week with just very rude people. The one was at the drive-thru and then I, I, I didn't tell you. Again, about you, the, you had, you had a little bit of a hate crime though. So, I mean, it's not a hate crime. I didn't, I didn't assault the person not verbally. Well, that's, you know, that's protected under the First Amendment.
0: But uh, I had
1: a, a, another incident with a lady. I don't think hate crimes
0: are protected under the First Amendment, just for the record. Well, they should be, but I had another issue
1: with a not It wasn't an issue at all, but just I met like my first rude person out here. There was this woman who was, when I was doing one of these, uh, again, I was doing one of these delivery services, and she was there at the store waiting to pick up too, and I parked behind her. And I noticed her back glass in front of me, she had like uh, window stickers and one of them said university of Tennessee. So she had like different stickers of, I don't know if it's like her kids that went to colleges, you know, you see these people, it's like Tennessee and then there was Purdue or, or whatever. And, um, so I just, I was coming out of the store and I saw her sticker and I kind of looked at her and she had her window cracked and she was looking at me too. And I just kind of, I kind of waved at her. And then she said, did, did you, were you going to say something to me or something? And, and I said, oh yeah, I just, I saw your sticker. <clears throat> I saw your, uh, on, on your back glass of Tennessee. I said, uh, you know, go Vols or whatever. I said, I'm from Tennessee. And she just said, yeah. And rolled her window up. I was like, why, why is someone that rude? Like I just said, I said I liked your sticker, and she looked at me and gave me this like side eye, and she said, "Yeah," and rolled her window up. I'm like fuck you, you cunt! I was, I was just trying to compliment. I was like,
0: I, I don't know, man. Some people are, are you, rude. Are you lonely? Yeah. <laughs> are you are yeah, you, are you this desperate for a human interaction that you're talking to strangers? It might not even be her car. Well, she maybe driving. she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't care. Maybe she had a tough day. Are you that desperate to relate to somebody that you go to a Tennessee bar to watch a basketball game? You you talk to this random person, or actually don't even talk to him. You just stare at him for a bit to the point of making them uncomfortable. You give them a thumbs up, and now you're offended that she didn't have a big conversation with you.
1: I didn't even want a conversation. I was just trying to, it's like when you talk to the war veterans, you know, you're just trying to be nice. Just trying. I I saw something I related to.
0: Sometimes people don't want to talk. Sometimes when I've tried to strike up the conversation with these old men in the gym. They don't want, they don't want to talk about anything. They want to be left alone. Yeah, Clearly. And I usually don't stare at them in a weird way before to I the point where it makes them. Stare so you stared at her enough that it made her uncomfortable. That she felt like she had to address it and ask what you wanted. I don't know. For the most part, my
1: my interactions have been friendly and nice. But every now and then, you run into someone who's just not not feeling it. I guess, but uh, I don't know. There, there was uh, there was this. I, I went in this burger place the other day. Is all you do eat and go to fast food places? It was a local burger place. It wasn't fast food.
0: Well, I know the Taco Bell story though.
1: Well, I was picking up. Yeah, I was picking up the order. I, yeah, I, I'm trying to make money. Anyway, I, I went to this burger place the other day, and there was a, I saw there was a Mexican guy in there, and so there were these. <clears throat> there were I don't these think t- you
0: knew whether or not he was from Mexico either, just by looking at him.
1: Well, just hear me out. There were these two older Mexican guys working. Okay, Hispanic. There were these two Hispanic guys working the like the register, and there was another Hispanic guy that came up to order, and the two guys working the cash register just started speaking Spanish to him, and he was like a younger Mexican dude, and he said to them, "No habla español." So he's a Mexican guy that didn't know Spanish, and the the look of disappointment. On the two older guys' faces were like, we've got a, a guy in the younger generation that doesn't even know our language. And it's like when you Are see we sure old... are
0: we sure he was Hispanic?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean he, he appeared to be well he appeared to be. <laughs> but he told him no habla espanol. Which is obviously not true because he knew that, but
0: Well so I he think just he could have said a... C or No. He just did his order in English. And don't want to talk. I mean, he might not want to talk. I mean, I, maybe he didn't feel comfortable enough to make a full ass order in Spanish. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I do. I love Spanish as a language. The, the more that I've been out here, you know, you hear it all the time. Cause everybody here speaks Spanish. I wish I, that English was like, I wish, <clears throat> I wish that I could hear English and not know what it was. Do, do you ever feel that way? Like, I, I wish I could hear people speaking English just to, from like another culture.
0: Like if just, I didn't speak just English. Just go to one of those, go to one of those townships or whatever in in England. Just go to one of those cities that they have really thick accents and you won't be able to understand them. Go down to Australia where they say <sighs> weird stuff and you won't be able to understand. It'll sound like English, I... but you, don't, you won't know what the fuck they're talking about.
1: Yeah, but you know what?
0: Your belly bloke, isn't it? Look at what it is. I mean, I what wish. What is it? I, could, I wish. What's for all a, this?
1: I just wish for a day that I could forget all the English I know and then just hear our language spoken by other people. Do you think that it. Fl- I don't think it would flow as good as Spanish, though. Have you ever Spanish, heard a rap song? That...
0: Have you ever heard rock and roll? Have you ever heard spoken poetry? It flows pretty well. It flows good. Yeah. It doesn't have that same like energy that Spanish has though. Have you ever heard a Rage Against the Machine song? You know, another thing that I don't like that I don't watch the Reed's Ranch video.
1: There's another thing that I don't get because I've been around English my whole life, but like, I don't know how to do an American accent. You ever see those videos of people in other countries and they're like imitating an American Because we have an accent, but we don't even realize it. You just talk. I know, but you know what I'm saying? You're doing an American accent right now. I know, but it sounds so normal because it's us. Okay. But I'm saying, like, uh, uh, pretend you're in China. Like, you and me are in Wuhan, okay? And we're Chinese. And someone asks us to do... Frank, uh, stay stay over there. Someone asks us to... (laughs) that's xenophobic someone asks us to do like a uh an american impression you know you know what i'm saying like w- w- what does that sound like like do try it pretend you're chinese be a chinese guy and imitate an american
0: i'm gonna go get a credit card and watch football
1: <laughs> yeah like is, is that is that would that be funny to chinese people
0: well, there was a TikTok video of a guy doing just that because people, he was Chinese and people kept doing his imitation. So he uh, made his eyes go straight. He like poked them out. I was like, this is my credit card. And that's what he tried to do. <clears throat> he made his eyes big? Yeah, yeah. Like to, you know, to counteract the, the racist stereotype the other way, but he made his eyes yeah. big and spoke, this is a credit card. It was a pretty funny video. I laughed at it.
1: I wish I could experience that and, and like well, the authenticity of it. Y- you
0: know, it, it seems as if you are probably, how long would you say before you're evicted? Have you paid for everything up front or at the, at the yeah. top of the month? Are you going to owe $1,500 that you don't have? Or what are we looking at?
1: Well, everything is paid for at this point. But like in mid-March, I got to leave here.
0: Well, maybe you go to Mexico. I can't afford that. I don't, it's cheap. Just go live somewhere cheap, and you can get a I job at a resort. My
1: passport's not updated. I don't have. Just sneak in. <laughs> just go the other just, way. Yeah, just sneak in. <laughs> I'll have I'll have my raft on the Rio Grande, and I'll be meeting people coming the other way. They'll say, "No, Senor, you're going the wrong way." I say, "No, no, I'm trying to get into your country." should do it you gotta forget yeah we don't need a wall we need we need alternate past pathways
0: <laughs> just a revolving door You goes both ways
1: i don't know man i don't know what i'm gonna do you could go we're a
0: resort and you, you get to live out your dream of of eating tacos and not understanding the language it'll be great you can do that in la well i know but you said you want to not be able to understand the language so uh, just go there and but you can't work in la you can't afford and you can't get a job there <laughs> I don't know. I might have to move to Compton or something. (laughs) I'll be
1: living in Watts. (laughs) Gunshot Alley. I don't know. Didn't you say you know some people out here? You got any connections? (laughs) I could use a job. I reached out to uh, Christopher Gabriel, you know, the guy that goes on the drive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he lives in Fresno. And uh, he hooked me up with a guy out here who was... I, I talked to him on the phone about trying to do some work like selling cabinets or something, but I haven't heard back from him. And you didn't follow
0: up? You never get a sales job by not following up, because I guess they want to see if you can follow up with clients. That's what sales is. you got to follow up like seven times before you make a sale. I don't know what I'm going to do. It would have been nice had you taken that guy up on his voiceover work gig. You could have been doing voiceover work.
1: There probably wasn't much money in that. I, I mean, I assume there's not a lot of money in that, but I don't know. Maybe I should become a writer. Have you considered selling drugs? No, because the penalties, the the risk reward, like, <clears throat> because you can't just sell weed anymore
0: because it's, it's legal True. out here. Y- you got to be able to sprinkle the fentanyl on top of it.
1: Yeah, I mean I I would have to sell coke or something harder than weed and the prison time is just you know, it's more significant if you if if it's a class A drug
0: and Yeah, and people would be looking at you like lunch meat. They'd eat you up. Yeah. You'd get robbed right when you started getting something going they'd have you robbed before yeah. before you're able to yeah, before you're yeah, able to you make any anything move.
1: And I already don't like delivering in bad neighborhoods. So have you considered moving back to Tennessee? Uh, I don't know about that. The one good thing about Tennessee is I, I would be able to Uber immediately in Tennessee. I thought about trying to get to Texas. Have you considered
0: just going to get a new license?
1: Have you considered killing yourself? I I thought about just trying. I, I don't to have the, to ask
0: that. I assume I know the answer. <laughs> well, I,
1: I, yeah, I mean, I would just get a new license, but I told you the issue with that. I told you the issue. I got to have a birth certificate, which I don't have. And I got to have proof of residence, which I don't have. So I'm between a rock and a hard place. What I need, what I need is a steady apartment so I can prove my residence. But to get that, I'm going to need, you know, three grand for the first month's rent and deposit. It's, so none it's,
0: of the bills there in your name?
1: No, I'm, I'm in an Airbnb.
0: Yeah, so none of the bills. Which okay. which on
1: one hand is a good thing because I I have the flexibility to leave whenever I want you know but i don't know it's always something man i ain't got work the diabetes is flaring up that's another thing you know know how when i was hospitalized for cocaine abuse a few years ago they told me that i had diabetes and i've been noticing something lately my gums are bleeding a lot
0: (laughs) i don't know if that's from the diabetes or from the years of abusing uh, dip and tobacco. I, I don't know if I, if I'm going to well, pass that off. Well, I've never read the side effects, though. I don't know. I don't well, know I what got, happens with the, without the insulin you need.
1: I got to research in diabetes. And, you know, I've had this rash on my cheeks. I oh, yeah. You this, look awful.
0: Yeah, you look awful. Th- well, I don't. I, I figured really, it was just stress. I figured it was just stress.
1: Well, it's not really flared up right now. So I, I don't know if it's, I'd say, awful right now. But um, anyway. Um, So, like, I started looking into diabetes, and it turns out a lot of these problems I have, I think, might come from diabetes. People with diabetes, their gums bleed a lot. They get skin rashes. I get this numbness in my feet sometimes where I can't feel my big toes. So the diabetes is flaring up. So, I don't know. The best I can figure, what I need to really do is focus on the comedy and focus on eating right. And the money will come. Because <laughs> I don't... I, I don't... Like, when I'm breaking down in my mind what I need to focus... Like, what I need to be doing, it's like, obviously, I need to improve my health, I need to focus on the comedy, and I need to make money. And if I can't make money, I need to at least really go hard on the other two.
0: So It's one of those triangles. You can't do all three. <laughs> you You can only get two out of the three. You can either make money and focus on your health, or you can... Well, you may. In your case, it might be one of the three. I don't know. Like, make money, focus on health, work on comedy. Well, I've work least... on comedy and focus on your health because you're not like drinking and stuff when you go on stage, right? You're just no, doing it I'm sober not, and relaxing. I'm not, I'm not drinking. I, I'm not drinking at all. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> just eat better and uh, work on the comedy, and then you know the money it'll work itself out. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have been.
1: The eating better has been pretty good last yeah. week or so.
0: So, I'm well, I now least, that we're talking uh, money, I didn't, I didn't want to bring it up, but uh, have we made any progress on the <laughs> uh, the
1: 465 you owe me? You sound like my dad. Every, every time, every time I'd really be struggling, like uh, you know, with some sort of money issue, not able to pay the rent, just trying to survive, my dad would always hit me up with like a Hey, you know, you're getting pretty close to your data plan on the phone bill this month. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's like the last thing I need. My, my, my mother, too, the other day, I got, apparently, I got one of these red light tickets here so, <laughs> somewhere. My mother did the same shit to me the other day. I got one of these red light tickets somewhere like in Culver City. And they, so that's a city inside the city. So they have like their own traffic regulations and they've got, the traffic cameras and you know how, like in Tennessee, I used to get those all the time in Tennessee and just, you know, toss them cause you don't have to pay them. But out here, I think you got to pay them.
0: I don't know if you do or not, because I think the, the crux of the argument in Tennessee was that it was unconstitutional because you don't get a day in court.
1: Well, they, they sent the ticket, they mailed it to my house cause I moved my address back to my mom's house because I, I don't have a permanent address. And so I sure. got that in the mail the other day and she's like freaking out about it. I'm like, mom, that that's on, on my list of shit to worry about. That's like number one Oh four, you know, like I, it's not even a concern. And, and she's just on my ass about it. And so it's, it's always something, man. It's always something.
0: So it sounds to me like you got about a month and a week left of your California experiment. I
1: can't even get a haircut out here. I was in, (laughs) I was in, in like on the West, like around Westwood, Brentwood, somewhere over there. And I was, you know, on your phone, on the Apple maps, you can just type in haircut, like search nearby. Every fucking place I called, it's like $40, $60. I called up this one guy. I was like, Can you get me in? I, I just want a regular buzz cut. I'm just trying to get my hair, you know, clean cut. It'll take five minutes. And the and the guy said, Yeah, yeah, we can get you in. I was like, How much will that run me? He said, sixty five dollars. I just hung up the phone. So I, I don't know if the great clips out here charge a premium or you know, not, but I'm just gonna have to go to Great And get and get you some clippers for about twenty dollars. Yeah, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. I know you don't keep up with haircut prices, but.
0: Well, it's funny. I was just talking to my co-host, Bob, (laughs) my radio co-host, Bob, about his haircuts. He was going to get one today. He says he goes and gets trimmed up every two weeks, and I was asking him. Bob still has hair? Yeah, yeah, and he said he gets trimmed up about uh, every two weeks for about $20 a pop. He says $20 every $20, and then two weeks later, he'll pay $30. So he basically pays $50 a month. Yeah. But he keeps it looking good. But yeah. you could just get you well, some clippers I, I, well, and keep you a, a, keep you a guard on there and, and, and just, you know, bus cut if that's all you're looking for. I don't know if you're aware of this, but I don't have Bob money. Well, I know. I'm saying, well, I was, well, yeah, I was saying I was talking about haircuts because you said I didn't want to talk about haircuts, and I was just saying, well, I was actually talking about that earlier today. Strangely enough. But, again, get you some $20 clippers and just cut your own hair. Get some $20 clippers and cut my own throat. They got. I don't know if they're sharp enough. I've tried a couple of times just to just to see if I press hard, I had what would happen. Aunt, no, I nothing had, ever happens.
1: I had an aunt that did that. She ended up dying of cancer, but before,
0: Uh-oh. well, she, b- before has she already aunt, been
1: diagnosed. Well, no, before the cancer came, she was like a great aunt. Was one of my grandma's sisters, but she had tried to. I've kill never had
0: a. I've never had a great aunt. They're usually just kind of average at best.
1: Mediocre aunt. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's your Thursday joke.
1: She had tried to kill herself with a knife like several times, like multiple times, at least twice that I remember as a kid. She had like literally slit her own throat trying to kill herself. I'm like, if you're that unhappy, like if you're going to kill yourself, you got to be a little smarter,
0: don't you? You got to do something. Like Don't fucking take a knife to yourself. Jesus Christ. Well, and then your punchline and then you could say, tell that story. And like, Well, you know, she wasn't that good of an aunt. She wasn't that great of an aunt after all, you know, thinking back on it mediocre at best and then ha 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 but well yeah because like the women that like want to kill themselves they typically don't do the painful things <clears throat> you know they do the pills yeah and they want as you know as little pain as possible but it sounds like she was actually cutting her throat which you know I- i've never heard of anyone slitting their own throat for attention you know not trying to die so that seems kind of crazy. Did did someone just like immediately find her and like get her treated or I
1: don't know. Did she get halfway
0: through and just change her mind and stop or or what?
1: I don't know. I was just a kid, but I remember it was a traumatic thing when I was a boy, like it, 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 the family took it pretty hard. You know, it's like, I've got a lot of dark shit like that in my family though. A lot of like violence, like I have a violent history on both, on both sides. Like on my on my dad's side, my great grandmother and grandpa, they that it was a murder suicide. And like my, my granddad's brother found him. So I, I guess that uh, my great grandma had caught my great grandpa cheating on her or something. And one night he turned around to go to the bathroom. they were sitting in the bed and he got up to go pee or something, and he turned around to go to the bathroom and she fucking shot him in the back of the head and then killed herself.
0: The bad news is you don't even have a woman out there that could put you out of your own misery. <laughs> I was
1: waiting to see what you were gonna come up with there.
0: Yeah, yeah. You gotta do it yourself. You you don't even have a woman out there that'll do you the favor of doing it for you.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't even have anybody that'll kill me. Maybe I could try to get carjacked again.
0: You can play the long game, go down to Vaseline Alley and just, you know. It might take ten or fifteen years, but it'll get you. I go
1: down to Crenshaw and just open up all four doors and just sit there waving, waving around a wad of money.
0: It'll, it'll be all once, but you, you got to get the wad of money first. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you know what? I got to say, this was a very depressing podcast. Some would even call it problematic. I don't know, but I will say that it was the, the smoothest podcast we've done the video worked, my microphone is in the shot, I've looked crystal clear, and to the best of my knowledge, the internet didn't act up one time, so my, my hours, it wasn't an hour, it was about a 30 minute phone call, with with Spectrum seems to have done the trick. Nice. Yeah, it seems like we've,
1: yeah, everything went well. We have now mastered I'm the so art happy. of podcasting.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy about this podcast. <laughs> This now might is gonna be
1: in the highlight of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now we just, the, Cody's last happy moment is him smiling right here. Now yeah. we just gotta figure out a way to to make some money. We gotta figure out. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe I'll make some merch and I'll send you your half of the proceeds
1: <laughs> this this unpaid podcast is the best thing going for me right now <laughs> once
0: once i get my 460 dollars recouped i'll start sending you some some allowances oh no don't worry about me
1: I'll, I'll be all right there's there's a lot of resources for the homeless here
0: yeah but I don't, i'm worried about i guess as as your, will your parents keep paying for your cell phone at least if you're out and about? Like, will you at least be able to like charge and and have internet access and such for us to pod? I mean, yeah. the content—I I can't think of there being too many podcasts that record live at the homeless shelter or probably, out under the bridge. I mean, that could not. be your niche.
1: Yeah, and I, I drove down by Skid Row the other day, and like it seemed like there was some space on the sidewalk. Like, it, it's not just completely which I don't think I'll be able to afford my own tent, but the the sides of the brick buildings look pretty clean. So I think I could lean up against the side of one of those buildings and be all right.
0: At least you've got a fallback plan. It sounds good.
1: And Skid Row's kind of in a, it's in a nice area because it, it adjoins right to little Tokyo. So you can, I can probably make my way into some of those back alleys of like the Japanese restaurants and get some leftover Hibachi and stuff like that. So that that's have, something to look forward to.
0: Have you looked into the underground sumo fighting competitions there? No, is that a thing? Maybe it's just it's something that you
1: should you know look into at least. I don't know if my knees can handle it anymore.
0: I'm not saying you got like a long career ahead of yourself, but just at least keep some food on the table. Maybe they'll feed you. At the very least, like a trainer will be like take you under his wing and and get you on a regiment.
1: Ten years ago, I would have been a bad motherfucker as a sumo wrestler. Seriously, I've told you about we used to do that that drill in football. We called it the Ring of Pain, and it was just you as you and another guy one on one in a in a circle, and whoever gets knocked out of the circle loses. It's basically sumo wrestling. I was the fucking
0: champ. But again, that's you know well, that, you you're going up against people in your high school. I think it's a little different.
1: That's going on a decade and a half ago. My knees have taken some
0: damage since then. And it's not like you were going up against the other badasses from the other schools. It was just your school. No, I don't know if you being the best in rural Arkansas would have translated to you being a, quote, bad motherfucker when it came to sumo wrestling. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready to make that leap yet, but I'm ready to get off here. But I'm a little worried that when we hang up, I might not see you again.
1: No, nah, you'll see me again. i I won't i'm not gonna kill myself i like living too much so do
0: you have any stand-up comedy updates for us or any any content to add to the the podcast
1: i'll be at uh i'll be on the sunset strip this week i'll be performing comedy live on the sunset strip all week okay Maybe, maybe santa monica tomorrow so yeah i'll be i'll be going up there talking about my life and how well it's going
0: did you do anything this weekend
1: uh, yeah, I went, when did we, well, we talked Thursday, right? So yeah, I went briefly up, Thursday night, I went up Thursday and Friday and then I, I, again, did not go up on the weekend, but, um, I don't know, pretty, pretty average sets. I, I know you want to include those from time to time on the podcast, but I need, uh, No, I said if, once I,
0: every two weeks or so. So don't well, worry about today. Just,
1: well, what if I bomb though? Are we gonna put those on there? T- Will that be good content?
0: Like, I mean, I you can either be. put them up there if you bombing, or you can go in and edit laughs in. Just put a oh, little laugh track you behind can't, you. you. Can't do that. I've recorded, I've
1: recorded like three or four, but the only one I felt comfortable that was kind of decent was that one I sent
0: you. Well, that's your assignment this week: is to come up with another good set by next Monday. Yeah,
1: I'll get some. Uh, I'll get a good five minutes this week. Now
0: that I finally feel like we got this figured out, I look forward to talking to you on Thursday. We'll cut. We'll come with uh, an actual formatted show of sorts. Although I enjoyed talking to you. Okay. Yeah. Good talking to you. Any job recommendations would be uh, appreciated. So
1: let me know if you hear anything.
0: I'll see what my guy. Uh, I'll see what my boy Brian. If he's got any Who's any Brian? jobs, is like a security or like. Oh yeah, I can something. do security. He works. He works in the entertainment industry out there, like on cool. TV shows and stuff. Oh, nice! What what companies yeah. do you work for? I don't know. I don't oh. know. Okay, yeah.
1: If I could get like a maybe like a TV job somewhere around Burbank, that would be uh, it'd be ideal.
0: Something. Do you think you could be I'm like Jay Leno's like seven... number two or something?
1: I'm looking for something like eighty, at least eighty k a year, something somewhere in there. It's about what okay. I need out here. So. Okay,
0: I'll see what I could do. All right, sounds good
1: how how are things with you you doing it's good?
0: fine thanks for thanks for asking. <laughs>
1: okay all right. I'll catch up